Hey, from California, everybody, welcome to Real Progress, the kind that takes place on the inside. Well, one of my gals just brought to my attention a situation in the present time, in the official narrative of present time between two fighters, Logan Paul and and Dylan Danis. I don't know who these people are but she told me about it and, and a model or a, an entertainer, a beauty named Nina Agdal. And there's a drama going on, right? Okay. So I'm, I don't have to explain it. I'm not going to be a newscaster. You probably already know what's going on. Uh, I didn't see any of the clips of Nina. I just listened to a very prominent conservative podcast host unpack it. I agree with her they were sort of looking at it as a case study and, um, and how her, she's a conventional beauty. She's was on the cover of sports illustrated. She's very appealing to men, but they were discussing how even conventional beauty can deteriorate and get dim and, and that beauty can become un- even even conventional beauty can turn into an unappealing look when information about her her s- sexual promiscuity or what people call now call body count uh when that information emerges it it's it sort of dims the glow of even a conventional beauty. And they were discussing that. And this is what I mean when I teach men fall in love with virtues, not vaginas. That's what Dr. Pat has been teaching for 50 years, probably more. And that's what I teach too. And I learned that from Dr. Pat because she was, she was explaining in the creative and hilarious way that she does that Men may go out and find what they want, but they don't fall in love with vaginas. They fall in love with virtues. So I want to offer a, a, a greater context for this and what what I think actually happens when they were talking about the deterioration of her beauty as a result of her fiance knowing this information about her. I guess she was saying some pretty graphic stuff and clips and it's just, it's stuff he didn't know. And I think it's beyond that. It's a deterioration of her value. I think it's that it can cause a man to question whether or not his heart is safe with you. And that's what I mean by practicing your own standards and maintaining high standards and practicing an expression of virtue, of encountering emotional intimacy by waiting for a commitment of some kind before you would enter into a sexual relationship, not refusing to bow to the culture, which will tell you that that sexual promiscuity is empowerment. It is not. Your personal empowerment doesn't require another body. 
So that's what I think actually will take when they were talking on this podcast, the case study was, okay, this fighter has just had his opponent reveal all of this stuff about this beautiful model that he's engaged to. And so they're saying, well, now he has to marry this woman, even if he's now in doubt, because that will mean that his opponent took him down in a personal sphere and not just possibly a professional one. Well, that's an interesting take. And the host of the PVD podcast, he was saying that because he's going, oh, this guy, it might be entertaining doubts. And he he may resist them, not because of his love for Nina, but because of his refusal to let this opponent one up him. And why would his love for Nina be challenged? Because he might wonder if his heart is safe with her. If this is stuff he didn't know about her, and if this is a category of behavior that is not something he sees for his wife and the mother of his children, he might go there. People who criticize my work will always say that, you know, I'm talking about whatever. I don't even want to list the things they say. But the real, the reality here is that I'm talking about true elevated standards and true empowerment. And I'm talking about the divine feminine. And when you look at your life, you want to look at it from years and please God that you're, that you're still around. You want to be able to think about it from a perspective of looking back on who you were and what you did. And I'm writing a book. I'm, I'm not immune to this stuff. I'm writing a book that includes the worst of what I went through in my capture, which thankfully was not that bad, mostly because I was so scared. And still, I was totally lost and captured. And I was a participant in the devaluing of my devaluing of my own self, my own um, gifts and and blessings. And I was a part of sabotaging who I was created to be and who I was raised to be. And there was a recovery for me that took place prior to then meeting Pat, learning this work, and now teaching it. So some teachers don't have an experience like that to go to to lean back on and share, but I have versions of what other people are doing. Mine just happened to be like, I don't know, dancing in the front row of a concert or, you know working with someone. It was just a little bit different and it was more like workplace leaky boundaries. But some women are going into just full on capture and literally destroying their lives through their choices. I recently heard from someone who lost her income because she didn't want to get the shot. And she's on OnlyFans. That's her income. And she's saying to me that she's been more vulnerable lately by letting men know her screen name. That's her idea of vulnerability. 
letting a man she hasn't even met in person. That's my timer. My time's up. Hasn't even met in person, sending her to the OnlyFans pay porn site, I guess. I've never even seen OnlyFans, and I don't want to. I said, honey, that's not vulnerability. That's not. She's going in my book with permission. So men fall in love with virtues, not vaginas. And... um. Poor Nina didn't really think about things from the long view of looking back when she's 90 at what whatever what she's done. And it's really easy to get caught up in in situations that you're not proud of in the entertainment but business. So let that be a warning. And if you're not in the entertainment business, then all the more reason to feel protected from this kind of madness. And to learn from them in the safety of your own not public life. Don't do it. Raise your standards and hold out for a commitment, especially if you wish to be married. I know that men may send signals that that's all they want, but the truth is there are a lot of good men out there who want to be married. And so if you maintain your standards, things will look up for you. Let me make sure I've said everything I want to say. Yeah, we could get into beauty as hygiene, another one of Pat's principles that I like to flesh out and interpret for everyone. No pun intended. Um, but it is related beauty is hygiene. It doesn't matter what color, shape, culture, ability, or disability, any, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you look like beauty, beauty is hygiene and it emerges from within like soul cleanliness, living cleanliness, unfinished business dealt with body and being surroundings. So that's, it's all connected. Those two are practiced together. Men fall in love with virtues, not vaginas. And beauty is hygiene. You don't have to do something to denigrate your beauty in order to get approval from a masculine man, especially not outside of a commitment. So learn from these people in the public eye. Learn from them and just keep it real. Don't drink, go on dates, have conversations meet people and trust that it is so worth the wait when you really know someone and you really feel safe with them. Trust is hot. And, and so save, save it, save the chance to be sexually intimate, save it for within a commitment. And you won't have just belly aches like Nina has right now. Over and out for now.